Struggling for a purpose for February 10th, 2020. My name is John Wilkerson. Today's guest is Kale Nelson, Kilo 4, Charlie Delta November. He is best known for hosting the Ham Radio 360 and Modern Christian Men podcasts. He's also the head honcho at AFX Media Group, where he and his team provide graphic, video, and audio production services. Kale, welcome to the podcast. Thanks very much. And I really appreciate people doing their homework. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, you know, that's what I do. That's what I do. Yeah. Um, we are going to be talking about failure to pivot today. Um, when I did my introductory episode, I listed them in a certain order, and I failed to mention that I probably was going to be doing the, the points out of order. Um, but we, I don't think there's necessarily a problem with that. I like to start off every episode by asking my guest, what did you have for breakfast this morning? I am not eating breakfast. So it was, I think, three cups of coffee before the storm showed up in the southeast this morning. The word failure, what comes to mind when you think of failure? You know, when I was, when I was a younger man, it was everything my dad said to me. And I used that excuse for a very long time. Uh, then I realized that it wasn't what defined me. And even as I've gotten to the point of 46 years, it's finally that I've I found the, the best definition I found for it. And I can take no credit because it was none other than Zig Ziglar that said, it's just an event. It's not a person. And that just really gave me a lot of freedom inside it failure to me is a chance to start over and doesn't that sound great i mean that yeah. makes me, god that yeah. guy he's he's got it together no, i'm telling you man this has been one of the hardest years i've ever lived in 46 um but even then i can i can surely tell folks that failure is just an event and it's just another way to brush your knees off and stand up and start over again yeah, you know, I, I always try and tell my kids that failure is just an opportunity for um, God to show his presence in your life. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, he says it himself when, you know, when we're the weakest, he's the strongest. Yeah. And yeah, we're absolutely. pretty weak when we're in the midst of failure, for sure. And, uh, you know, when you're dealing with your kids and you're, and you're dealing with family and things like that, it, you know, all of our kids are different. And some of them accept failure better than others uh, and and just dealing with them and trying to get get through to them that you know you're right it's it's an event it's yeah. an event. it's not a mindset it's not it's doesn't make up who you are it's just something that's happening along the way yeah and, and sadly we we look at it we do adopt it as a mindset we do adopt it as a badge of honor we do adopt it as the normal and we live the church most especially. The church most especially enjoys failure, at least from my point of view. Mm. Um, and we as Christians don't really understand. Some people don't like the term Christian, follower of Christ, uh, a, a new man in Jesus, whatever you want to call yourself. Uh, we don't really understand how we've overcome those things simply because he overcame them in our place. Mm. Yeah. And, and, you know, I just drive, I try to drive that home to my kids all the time that you can do anything. You, you can. 
just put your head to it, you know, and um, I've dealt with enough failure to last me the rest of my life. And, and I'm going forward. Um, funny that we're here talking about failure in podcasting, but you know, it's, there, there's a time to fail because that's a great time to learn. So try to use that every day, whether it's my kids, my, my wife, our businesses, friends, uh, mentees, whoever, to, to speak truth in life because there's a reality out there that doesn't necessarily look like the one we're living in, but it might be because we had the wrong glasses on. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's dig into your podcast history a little bit. Let's talk about that and how sure. you failed to pivot there. So you've done uh, Ham Radio 360, which used to have a different name uh, mm-hmm. at the time. Yep. And uh, you've also done, um, I mentioned it earlier, and it's off of my brain right the now. Modern Christian Man the Show. Modern Christian Man Show. None, neither one of those are active right now. And, and, and I, know how that go, I know how that goes. Believe me, I know how that goes. Uh, <laughs> just briefly... Talk to us a little bit about about those two podcasts and why aren't why aren't they active right now? Well, we'll, we'll start at the beginning. Uh, I, I became an amateur radio operator back in 2011, and about the same time, I was coming out of a stint in FM Christian radio, non commercial Christian radio, mm-hmm. and. About a few months into that, I, I, I guess it was maybe nine months into that space of not being an on-air personality, not programming a radio station to operate properly and make it sound really hot. I figured I figured out that I really liked talking to people. Really, you're talking to a microphone, but talking to people in this format. And I had stumbled into a podcast called The Black Man with a Gun from my brother with another mother, Ken Blanchard. And um, I learned that you didn't have to be a radio pro to have a podcast. So I'd kind of gotten into ham radio and I decided I wanted to learn more about it. So I would start a podcast about the amateur radio or ham radio hobby. And the premise behind the show was to ask the questions everyone else wanted to ask, but they were too fearful to ask because they thought they'd be mocked or made fun of or called stupid. Yeah. And, and I can rock that pretty good. I mean, I can really be that guy over a course of time about, honestly, not that I've said any, you know, mistruths to this point, but it was about six months into the show when there was a little traction really beginning to start that I heard from God, if you will. And he said, this has just been practice. I've got a different calling for your, your talents here. Mm. And he gave me the vision of modern Christian men. Now, we know we have an enemy, and we know that he is the great deceiver, and then he will help us sometimes believe things that aren't great or good or just good enough. And the podcast for Ham Radio just kept getting better and kept getting better. And I just said, well, God, I'll, I'll get to that. I'll get to that. I'll get to that. And for years, I didn't get to it. So one day out of obligation, and my wife just blatantly telling me, Kel, you know you're supposed to be doing a show about Christianity for men, and I'm beginning to wonder if your disobedience in creating that program isn't hindering our blessing. You know, nothing like a wife to just tell it how it is, right? Yeah, you know? yeah absolutely. And I said, 
You know, babe, I believe every bit of that that you just said, and you're probably right. So I'm going to start this show. So I started the show and I started the show completely out of not obedience, but out of obligation. Mm. And I had some great guests. I had a lot of my podcast mentors on there and it was a lot of fun, but it wasn't as fun as the ham radio show and the success wasn't nearly as great as it was with ham radio. Right. And I began to realize that I was trying to make two things. The main thing while leaving the big main thing, my family kind of over here in the shadows, just waiting for me to come back from an interview or something. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you, you have that come to Jesus moment for the 73rd time in your life. <laughs> and you realize that, yeah, I have totally blown this Jesus and I am so sorry. Um, so it was at that time that, that I decided that I would discontinue the ham radio show to more focus on the modern Christian men's show. And there was a, there's a whole nother story inside of that. That's the very broad, big story. But by completing that ham radio podcast and taking all of that pressure to create as you and some of your other listeners that are podcasters may or may not know yet, it takes a lot of work to do these shows for free. Yes, yes it does. <laughs> it takes a lot of work to do them when you're getting paid sure. as well, because I've done both. And you get to the point where it's just either you're all in or you're all out. And I just listened to God and he called me out. Literally, he called me out. I didn't understand it. It really didn't make any sense because I was peaking. We'll get there in a few moments, but I was reaching that place that things were really getting ready to happen with that program. And God said, okay, that's enough. You've done that. I need you to sit over here and I need you to read and learn and listen to me. And I had no idea what I needed to learn and listen to him for, but it was in a matter of 24, 28, 30 months from that time, probably 24 months from that time that I'm in the hospital with my bride who has been deathly ill for about a week or so at home and finally got her to go to the hospital. And in a matter of weeks, she had been diagnosed with high grade uterine cancer, which we've been fighting for the last almost year now. And she's doing really well. So, you know, all the us and she's doing really good and, and not to take the, not to take the story that direction, but now I see why God was, he called me out of one to get closer to him and another. But in the midst of that, as I was building into this modern Christian men program, which had began to get a life of its own and to begin to get some traction of its own. Then my wife becomes so ill that I've got to completely shut all production down. Yeah. Matter of fact, when I came up here to test my equipment, this is the first time that I've been behind a microphone since April 16th of 2019. And I only know that because the last time I had opened Skype was the last interview I had recorded and it was with Mac Brock, former Elevation Band, now traveling worship pastor. I, I didn't, I, I never even finished that program. I got the interview, but I remember that day it, it opened. It reminded me back to that day that my wife was already so sick in the bed that something was happening and the show never was created, but I need to apologize in advance to your, your audience. One, I've got this really weird voice cold thing going. And the other is I haven't talked to a microphone in almost a year. So it sounds like you had the, you had, you had a, I'm hearing a number of pivots here. Yeah. 
So there was from the FM radio mm-hmm. to podcasting. There was a pivot there. Yeah. And then it sounds like the pivot from Ham Radio 360 to Modern Christian Men came late. It, it did. And then there was the pivot from, okay, I've been focusing on podcasting, and now I need to pivot from there and focus on my wife mm-hmm. and my family. Yeah. yeah. So let's talk about that late pivot. It sounds like, if I'm hearing you right, that when you pivoted towards your family, that maybe that was a little late too? Yeah, I'm, I guess it depends on who in the house you ask, right? So okay. I'm, I may not want to admit that, but yeah, uh, yeah. I've been a stay-at-home dad since 2003. Okay. And I haven't worked outside of the home since really 2001 when my wife and I began a business and I basically went to work for her. And so I've kind of been stuck at home, if you will. Mm-hmm. Even in the radio thing, it was a volunteer gig. So it wasn't like a paid Sure. Kale's going to make a living here. Um, But yeah, that pivot came really late. Uh, There was a previous pivot that I I probably skipped that your listeners may be interested in. If you want to hit that one real quick. Yeah, let's do that. And and it it goes back to the ham radio show. And it was the pivot where I began. uh, I had a, had a great program and I had some guys that helped me with this program, George and Jeremy. And they were across the nation. And the show, my show was really popular. They decided to launch or ask if they could under the umbrella. And I brought them in and I said, hey, guys, yeah, let's, let's do this other program. They're a lot geekier than I am when it comes to ham radio. So their show's a lot more technical. All right. Just wasn't me, but that was the great thing about the hobby because it's so huge. It, it fits everybody. So we start the show with them. I have my show going. I bring another guy on to start another program about another aspect of the hobby. And this is all during the time that I'm hearing the voice of God tell me that you need to do something else. This mm-hmm. is not what I told you to do. So it, it it is a pivot. It's a very real pivot. It's kind of a three-stage pivot. But at the same time, it was a disobedient time of my life where and I'm not trying to be that guy that's like, you know, calling down hell and brimstone on myself. I'm saying God told me to do one thing and, and I chose to be disobedient in that. Um, not that he's punished me for it. I'm just saying that my actions and reaction to what he was telling me to do was opposite of what he was saying. So I, I basically got to the point where I force pivoted myself because I was at the point of a lot of growth and a lot of uh, recognition in the hobby and whatever you want to call that at a moment. And I chose to, to pivot myself completely out of it so that I could concentrate and find those truths back where they belonged. So it, it was a really weird time. I mean, I got hate mail. <laughs> I bet. Yeah. How do you, how do you get hate mail from, from people you're doing something for that won't even give you a dollar a month on Patreon. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's, it really happens. And yeah, it does. then you get, then at the same time, you get a lot of people that, that come to you and say, Hey, that, that was, that took a lot of guts to do. Now they didn't know what was going on at home. And I really didn't either at that time. We knew there were some things happening, but to quit at the top is a pretty yeah. remarkable thing to do. I'm not bragging. I'm just saying that's how it worked for me. So, 
there were a couple of pivots. And then we get to the pivot of out of the ham into the Christian. And that was a double pivot as well because I started it, but I really didn't want to be doing it because it wasn't near as fun as being on top of your game sure. when you're back down at the bottom trying to start up again. So it's been – I can tell you that the pivot has been pivotal in everything that I've done in regards to podcasting in the last five, six years, whatever it's been. And and, and I've learned so much through it that I think that I think that for years I'll still be bringing nuggets out of it. Of, of things that I've learned through the process. Yeah. So how has, how has this failure to, I mean, you, you obviously eventually recognize, I mean, you recognize that you needed to pivot yeah. early on, but you just, you just didn't, you didn't do it. I didn't want to give it up, man. It yeah, was too, you, did, you, you got a, you, you got an audience of 10,000 downloads a week. Who wants to quit that? Yeah, you know? Yeah. You're, you're successful and, and you're thinking, Man, you know, God must be in this because yeah. I'm successful. Why would I'm, he, I'm being blessed? You know, exactly. Why Why would he want me to, to, to stop doing this? Yeah. So how did that affect you spiritually? I saw the truth in it. I, I knew that. Well, let me let me just just inform you and everyone listening about ham radio. Mm-hmm. Ham radio is a gentleman's hobby. Not that we're gentlemen by any stretch, if you listen to some of us, but, but you don't discuss politics and you don't discuss religion. Mm-hmm. Those are just verboten. They never are part of the conversation on the radio that you want to be a part of. So my podcast was exactly that. I never mm-hmm. talked about my faith. I never talked about my savior. I never talked about my political leanings. And the funny thing is, is that Everybody, not everybody, but a lot of people would comment, email, I am on Twitter or whatever about my faith. And I'm like, I never talk about Jesus. What are you talking about my faith? <laughs> so it reminds you of that song, you know, this little light of mine, I guess it's going to shine. Right. Even when you're not meaning for it to. And it could just be the good old Southern boys got to be a Baptist or something. Who knows? But the, the funny thing is, I did not know. I knew exactly what I was doing. and. I just, I just didn't want to hear it, so I just kept going the direction I went in for for longer than I should have. Yeah, yeah. Now you mentioned that um, one of the ways that you recognized it was time to pivot was your wife basically coming in and kind of thumping you on the head and saying, "Hey, uh, <laughs> remember what you told me that God said you, you were supposed yeah. to do?" Were there any other? What what other indicators did you have? I mean, there there must have been something. Were other podcasters coming up to you? Were there other Christian men or women coming up to you and saying, "Hey, you know, you you've got this talent. Why aren't you using it for God?" Did, did anything like that happen? You know, I, I remember going to Podfest. I, I can't remember if it was twenty sixteen or seventeen. I apologize. I, I was part of a keynote uh, group there uh, one morning at PodFest down in Orlando and following that uh, during the conversation uh, of, of that address, I mentioned modern Christian men cause I was kind of getting the ball rolling. And I remember meeting a guy who turned into a really good friend of mine, by the way, um, Nick snap from Florida. And Nick came over and he's like, Hey man, you're a Christian. And I said, yes, I am. He said, you know, there's like four of us down here. And it was hilarious because, you know, right, 
and you, you don't walk around with this judgmental spirit, but you know where people are. You can kind of see pretty simply where people are after about 10 minutes of lounging in the bar at the hotel. I can tell you this. My wife is, is my biggest cheerleader, and she was constantly telling me. My mentor from FM radio, I had floated the ideas by him, and he kept checking on, on me. You know, Kel, when are you going to start this? You, you, you've got this. You need to get this going. So it was those types of things. Um, it was people around me, friends from church, buddies that were even ham radio local buddies that knew who I was in ham radio, but they knew who I was spiritually as well. And, and I can even remember saying, man, if, if, I, can, if I can drive 10,000 downloads a week, talking about ham radio, I'm going to blow this Jesus thing, slam up. Yeah. Now slam up for those of you that don't live down here just means make it real big. And uh, it didn't turn out that way. And, and that's okay. I'm not mad about it. It is what it is. There's a lot of things. You did. I, I didn't really market it the right way. I'd, I'd broken social media off and had to start all back over. A lot of different things like that. Um, but But I can tell you this. So even at its peak, it was 350, 400 downloads a month for the Modern Christian Men's Show as I was winding it down for no other reason than just being curious. The other day I logged in to Libsyn because I haven't been there in almost a year. And the show's averaging about you know 1,300 downloads a month yeah. if those are real downloads. And the, the funny thing is, is that I haven't created a show since basically March of 2019. Google and finally caught up. Yeah, yeah. So everything, everything in season. But but I know, I'm I, I, even even with everything I've already just said. I honestly believe that if I would have moved when I knew to move the first time, if I'd have made that just hard break and went and done the work for the kingdom, that things would have potentially been different. Yeah. Because I didn't, they turned out differently. Yeah. But I can tell you this. By finally breaking when I did and listening to the spirits leading, I was able to sit down, sit still, sit quiet, and just marinate in the reality of the scriptures. And no idea prepared myself for what lie, what lie ahead. But when I got to where I was going, where I'm at right now, I was much better prepared because I finally listened to the king. Yeah, and you know... I, I... I'm listening to this story and I'm thinking to myself, it's a good thing that God just didn't decide, all right, Kale's not listening. I'll find somebody else to do it. Right. Because, I'd have missed out. Because, yeah, you would have missed out. That that could have happened because, I mean, God, God's patient, but he's also got plans. Yeah. And 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 he, he could have said, all right, Kale, you don't want to do this? Joe Blow over here will. Yeah. You know, so, uh, you know, let's let's start wrapping things up here. How do you think Christian podcasters should approach failure and overcome it, and also at the same time accept it? You know, I was what got us here was Twitter. So let's just go back there for a minute, yep. and yep. and you and I and Chris Starin from the Truth Podcast. Check him out, truthpodcast.com. Uh, that's truce, as in two parties agreeing not to fight anymore. If you can't get the southern, really bad, <laughs> really bad sinus stuff here. We we were talking about how do Christians deal with failure, especially in podcasting. Yeah, 
And I said, oh, we got here. Um, and my reply was not meant to be snarky at all, but, but I just basically said, look, we got to get past the numbers. We got to get past the downloads Yeah, because I'm getting emails from people who heard a show that's two years old. It encouraged them. It, it changed their reality and understanding of Christianity. Uh, I had one man, uh, heard Ken Blanchard and I talking about race and the church uh, it totally messed him up because he didn't know that a white dude could talk about church and Jesus with another person whose skin's darker than his is mm. uh, and get along. It was, it was like mind blowing wow. um, to hear from people that have, whose hearts have been changed. I got a, a kid, of, a kid friend of mine. He's 20. He's not a kid anymore, but he's still a kid. He, he, he texts me all the time, man, please do your show some more. I go back and listen to the old ones. They changed my life. I'm a better man for listening. So as much as I would like to sit here and record podcasts and make a living doing it, not that that's impossible. I'll take that for right now at this place that I'm in, but don't let your lesser than great numbers or don't let a negative response on Twitter. Don't let uh, social media that's just full of the devil sometimes dissuade you from doing what you've heard God tell you to do. Don't let the, the grasp, of or the reaching for finances to prevent you from doing what you, if you know, God's told you to do it, then do it. He will repay. And even if it's just sowing into the kingdom, he never returns it void. So no matter what you're faced with regarding failure, don't let it define you and don't let it prevent you from going forward. Because Jesus doesn't do things the same way he did yesterday. He's always going forward. He's always looking for someone who's willing to go with him. So let, let his momentum take you where your failure drops you off at. Hey, man. So as we wrap up, thanks, yeah. thanks for being here. I really appreciate it. Thank it, you for getting it, me on the microphone. Oh, you bet. You're welcome. I'm I know you don't have I know you don't have anything uh, active that's going on right now as far as a podcast, but if there's anything you want to promote, man, just lay it out there. Well, I'm, I'll just tell you, uh, my wife, like I, I said, is, is coming out of this cancer thing, and we'll probably launch our podcast that I've failed to launch but developed uh, the artwork for our podcast, dot us, mm. if you will. And uh, that'll probably start pretty soon. And I'm on Twitter the Kel Nelson and really anything that I do is there. Instagram, the Kel Nelson. Um, I, I can tell you this. Jesus deserves every bit of praise and he deserves the best that we as creative individuals that he's given us these talents and abilities with. He deserves us to use those to the best of our ability. So, as much as I would like for you to, you know, tell you to come listen to Modern Christian Men, well, you can listen. There's some great shows. Phil Phil Cook is on my last program. is just awesome guy, by the way. But um, go listen to those. There's some good stuff there, especially if you're a man. But create your own and get started. And, and don't let anything deter you unless it's the king speaking. And then listen very clearly and act exactly how he tells you to act. Hey, Kale, I really appreciate you. I think that's a that's a good word. Appreciate you coming on here Absolutely, and uh, cracking man. open that mic after almost a year. 
<laughs> Knock the dust off of it, literally. I, I, I didn't realize I was uh, I was I was dragging you out to the barn. Uh, no, for, man, it's uh, great. Thank uh, you so much for the opportunity, John. So I appreciate it, and uh, for everyone else out there, hey, thanks for listening. Um, if you want to support this podcast, the best way for you to do it is to go to buymeacoffee.com slash John Wilkerson and buy me a coffee. That's the best way to support me. So everyone, thanks for listening and thanks for sticking me in your ears.